welcome to episode 12 of the RMD podcast from Reverse Mortgage Daily. I'm Chris Clow, editor of RMD. In this episode, the second we're recording in the midst of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, we spoke with Stephen Sless, Reverse Mortgage Division Manager with Primary Residential Mortgage Incorporated and Branch Manager with the lender's Stephen J. Sless Group, to discuss in greater detail what challenges and opportunities originators are facing in the midst of these unusual times. Reverse mortgage professionals are used to conducting business in a very consultative fashion, guiding borrowers carefully through a complex but potentially effective financial instrument. What happens, though, when social distancing and virus mitigation guidelines restrict the consultative process? By that same token, what opportunities are presented by the additional economic stress that everyone is feeling? We explore these topics and more. Stephen, thank you so much for joining me this morning on the RMD podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Chris, pleasure to pleasure to be on. Hope you and your family are doing well. Thanks very much. Yeah, likewise, of course. In fact, that's kind of the note that I wanted to start off on. How are you and your employees doing in the midst of all this? And how would you say the daily course of your work has transformed because of what's going on right now? Yeah, so overall, we're doing okay. Everybody's kind of gotten used to working from home. We all are set up. Our IT departments really come through tremendously for us. And so our day-to-day is, of course, a little bit different because we are a fairly tight-knit unit in my branch, and we like to be around each other and, and have a lot of camaraderie and energy. So that part is difficult, not having that. But we're still meeting daily. We're doing video calls and conference calls. And business as normal really hasn't affected loan volume at all, which is great. And I think that's a testament to our team and how hard we're all working to, to try to still serve our clients during these unprecedented times. Of course. Yeah. Very, very understandable. Well, in general, if I have a situation in life where I have to receive both good and bad news, I generally prefer to get the bad news first. So in that respect, before we swing up to what new opportunities are represented by this moment, what have been the biggest challenges that you have had to contend with during the onset of the pandemic? It's a great question. So, you know, I don't think it's any secret what pricing has done in our industry right now. And I think for us, that is a big challenge. We are, you know, we we do a lot of marketing here at my group. We do a lot of TV commercials and radio direct mail seminars as well. You know, this is springtime. This is typically for the past uh, decade, this has been our seminar season. And and the seminars have been our bread and butter. It's where a lot of our business uh, is derived from. And so not being able to, of course, run the seminars right now has, has impacted us. But more than anything, I think pricing, we're trying to figure out what pricing looks like in this new post-coronavirus world. Is this short-term? We all hope and and pray (laughs) that it is a short-term correction. But if it's not, we're strategizing and we're trying to be strategic in in what type of marketing we're, we're doing right now. Can we afford to still do the TV commercials and do the radio commercials? And the answer to that is probably no. So we're searching for other opportunities to drive business in right now. I got to say, my, my team has been really amazing. They've been very positive and upbeat. You know, when commissions start to take a hit, that can be pretty depressing. And it has been a little depressing, but we're in this together. We've really, my group, and, and I think our industry has been through so many ups and downs over the past, you know, I've been in reverse mortgages now since 2008. And so since then, there's been so many changes, so many corrections. 
we just kind of have, have adapted. We, we've rolled with the punches. And for us, I'm confident that this will be short term. But if it is more of an extended correction, we're prepared and we have other avenues to drive business in. Considering when you got into the business, I'm curious if you're having flashbacks at all, just in terms of what the business is like during a time of, of financial stress. Is there any commonality between when you first got into the business and what's going on right now, or do you think they feel pretty different? So they, they feel it feels the same and it feels different at the same time. You know, of course, we're all having kind of PTSD and flashbacks to, to 2008 and 2009. That's when I got into reverse. And at the time, I got into reverse because the reverse mortgage product was one that could help seniors at the time. It was one of the products that I think was less affected by the economic downturn and the housing crisis back then. And I still feel confident in that. Uh, the reverse product you know, is here to stay. I am confident in that. I do feel like we offer a solution to many folks uh, across the country in tapping their housing wealth. But yeah, for me, we are having some flashbacks, but having been battle-tested and having overcome a lot of these same challenges in the past, I think has positioned us in a different light now. I think having having ex- more experience under my belt has better prepared me for times like now. You know, back in 2008 and 2009, I think a lot of us had to make the decision whether we were going to even stay in the business or, or exit the mortgage space. And thankfully, uh, we stuck it out and, and we're here today and we're stronger because of it. And I think this too will make us stronger. I think we're going to have to learn what the new normal looks like. We're going to adapt. We're going to overcome, but we're going to figure out how to thrive. And at the end of the day, those that are still in the business a year from now, five years from now, will be better having gone through a crisis like this. Nobody sure. wants it. But when you when you are able to overcome it, you do come out stronger than before. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. We've been living in this stream of events now for a while, at least in relative terms. As time has gone on, have you found that the challenges that you guys are facing have eased into a sense of normality or have the disruptions been felt universally throughout the entirety of all of this? Yeah, we've found our new normal. You know, for us, if, if nothing changes for the next year, we're okay. I mean, of course, we want to get outside. <laughs> we want to do things. We want to be around our friends and our family and our colleagues. But, uh, you know, I think we've found what our new normal looks like for at least right now. And I, I don't think things go back to normal anytime soon. In fact, you know, I think in a lot of ways, this pandemic is going to be very similar to 9-11, completely different circumstances. But there was never... You know, you, you always live in a different world post 9-11. Anybody, anybody that went through that, your life was one way prior to 9-11. And your life looked a lot different thereafter. And I think this is going to be a little bit of the same. You know, we're, we're all going to get used to social distancing for quite some time. You know, how we meet with clients. You know, we have, a, we have a, uh, an exclusive senior demographic. And so for us, we need to make sure that our clients are protected. We need to be protected as well. But us being around our clients could be dangerous, not just right now, but in, in the months to come. And so adapting to Zoom meetings, you know, virtual meetings, DocuSigns, you know, digital, digital applications, you know, those things are going to be important. And I don't think those are short term. I think those are going to be with us for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I know that you've had to make some difficult decisions recently when it comes to personnel and you mentioned advertising. What more can you tell me about those? And do you have any advice for other reverse mortgage managers who may be in similar positions? Yeah. So I think right now we are trying to just hunker down. We're trying to live to see another day. 
We're trying to keep our, our team upbeat and energized. But yeah, we've, we've had to let go of a couple employees and that's just never, it's never fun. It's never easy. It's heartbreaking to do that because our, our colleagues are our family and especially in, in a tighter knit group like we are. Those are tough decisions to make, and hopefully we can bring those folks back when things start to normalize. But with pricing, you know, at the rates that the yield spreads are at right now, it's important for us to be able to serve our clients, be able to still bring business in, and and be able to make sure that the platform is here in the long term. And so we had to, unfortunately, let a couple people go. We've had a scale back in marketing. We're trying to be very uh, strategic and forward-thinking about the way that we position ourselves in case this isn't a short-term crisis. You know, I think we're going to be feeling the impacts of this for for months and potentially years to come. And I think uh, just really not knowing what the market is going to do today, tomorrow, the next day, we're, we're trying to position ourselves in the best way possible to make sure that we can ensure success for the long term. Mm-hmm. And uh, what has the effect been on your referral partnerships? I know that uh, some people have renewed certain connections that may have uh, gone by the wayside recently, but what has the effect been on for you guys? Yeah, so the referral partnerships have been incredible. We, we have some really amazing strategic and referral partners. So I mentioned before having to cut out a lot of our advertising we didn't lose volume because we're getting a lot more referrals now. And I think as an industry, we've been kind of beating the drum for a decade plus of using the reverse mortgage, not as a loan of last resort, but as a planning vehicle. And in a lot of ways, that message you know, didn't really take. It has, but it's never been what it is right now. We're, we're getting referrals left and right from our financial planning partners and a lot of higher net worth clients, a lot of jumbo reverse mortgage clients. And I think the real opportunity there is to engage the financial professionals, the elder care attorneys, you know, elder care attorneys, their business is booming right now because I think everybody that wasn't taking planning seriously before is thinking about planning in a different way today, making sure that advanced directives are in place, making sure that life insurance policies are up to date, making sure that your family is covered in case the worst happens, but also making sure that your finances are in a place where if the market goes through a long-term correction or if you have periods of diminished income, you can leverage the wealth in your home very strategically to ensure that you're protecting and preserving your other retirement accounts. And so our referral partnerships have been incredible. Our referrals are up 25%. So about half of our business right now is coming from referrals. And mm-hmm. you know that, that for us was never the case. We've always, uh, we, we've been in a platform that's you know, we've, we've had about 25% referrals. Our, our business has derived about 25% referrals and the rest is a product of our marketing. And when the referral partnerships are up, our cost per closed loan is lower. So that's a good thing. Do you find yourself in a position to be able to avail the business of some of the federal assistance that's floating out there? Or is that not entered the equation? It hasn't entered the equation for us. So we are, we're under the PRMI umbrella. So while I own my P&L, we're a P&L based model, uh, we're still under the umbrella of, of the larger corporation. And so for us, that really hasn't come into play. Sure, of course. What kind of guidance or assistance have you gotten from lender partners during this time that you can share? Yeah, I think our partners have been very open and honest and transparent about why pricing has done what it's done. 
we've had conference calls with the highest executive leadership at our at our partnerships, uh, AAG and FAR and, and some of the others. And we appreciate that because, you know, it's it's a little scary when almost overnight your your rate sheet is cut in half. And so, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know, we, we appreciate the transparency and the willingness to have an open and honest conversation to really make sure that we understand why pricing is what it is, when it might get back to normal. We appreciate that very much. Uh, you know, I think everybody has kind of taken this upbeat attitude of, you know, I think reverse mortgages now will be respected in a different way. And that's exciting. And, you know, we're excited now to see reverse mortgages really play a role in the recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what I'm most excited about is we, we do offer a product that can help in a lot of different circumstances. And I think we're going to be very well positioned to do so now and in the future. What about interactions with the trade association? Because I know that they're trying to make a lot of other specific resources during this time available. Has, has that entered into the equation for you guys at all? Yes, yeah, so we've been on we've been on a few of the normal conference calls, uh, and we appreciate that. I think they're trying to get out in front of it as well and make sure that we have all the the knowledge and information at our disposal that we need to manage our businesses and to run our businesses. And we look forward to more uh, conference calls and the leadership of Normla stepping up to to help guide us in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Let's shift gears now. How would you say that new opportunities during this time have uh, presented themselves in the midst of, of all the insanity, of all the craziness that pretty much every business in the country has had to go through? Reverse is always very good at finding a bright spot, I find. So uh, what has that been for you? Yeah, the bright spot for us has been media exposure. I've become sort of the go-to media expert that they've turned to even before the pandemic, where you know I have a lot of partnerships with uh, local, local and national media, where they, they'll bring me in to talk about senior-related topics or financial topics. I find that the media is really, you know, everything right now is COVID, 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 and, and the whole news cycle is based around COVID. And so they want to, you know, bring people on that can speak to how seniors can adapt and overcome. And so our media partnerships have been incredible had a lot of a lot more opportunity to do local news segments to have articles published so there's been a ton of opportunity there i think the jumbo market is really going to be the market that turn that thrives coming through this we we've talked to more higher net worth clients in the past few weeks than we ever have before our pipeline is comprised of more jumbo reverse mortgages than ever before. You have a lot of uh, business executives and CEOs that are short on cash flow right now that are in their 60s and maybe young 70s that are looking for a way to bridge the income gap. And I think there's no better way to do that than with a proprietary jumbo reverse mortgage. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the jumbos have been suspended and you know we, we're mindful of that and we hope that the others are not but they've been incredible tools, and uh, we've closed a handful of them in the past few weeks. We have a lot more in the pipeline. I think the jumbo reverse mortgage really earns a lot more respectability moving forward. Uh, and I think the higher net worth clientele, the the pragmatic planner, is going to look at reverse mortgages in a new light after this. I think they were already starting to, and the industry was making a lot of headways with the advisors and, and the financial planning community. I think now more than ever, we, we can be a true partner with financial planners, with uh, estate planning attorneys, and because we have a product that can be so helpful in times of, uh, of need and distress. Mm-hmm. Were proprietary products always sort of a larger goal for you guys? And has this just kind of accelerated that? Or do, are you finding a new, let's say, role for proprietaries specifically because of what's going on right now? 
You know, proprietary has always been something that we've wanted to get more into, and we just haven't, mainly because the type of marketing that we're doing and being, you know, our, we're in state of Maryland, which doesn't even offer, there's no proprietaries in Maryland right now. So proprietaries have been a part of our business, but honestly, not a big part. Right now, it's a big part of our business. Uh, we're, we're getting proprietary referrals from all over the country right now. Typically, these are referrals from the financial planning community. The advisor has identified a need in their client's finances. Oftentimes, they are business executives and CEOs. Uh, We have two right now where the client's income has been completely put on hold. They're in industries where the, the, the entire industry shut down. But they're very large businesses that these two executives run. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of employees both have homes over the $4 million mark. And so to be able to bridge the gap with uh, with home equity, not be burdened from a cash flow perspective with a monthly payment, I mean, it's an incredible resource. And then those clients have also sent us referrals because they know a lot of the same people and, and they know people that are in that same position. So I think the reverse, uh, the, the jumbo reverse is really going to go through a renaissance here. Yeah, it's been a huge part of our business and particularly since the pandemic began. What about client relations? What have those been like during this time specifically? Yeah, our clients have been surprisingly very resilient and open to being flexible with us. Many have adapted to video conferencing and Zoom. It's really been amazing. You know, we haven't shied away from technology. I think uh, my group has been kind of on the forefront of using technology before anybody else really was. We were we were doing video calls five six years ago before it was a thing. You know, but. All of our clients right now, for the most part, have been very open, very receptive, very willing to work with us. You know, DocuSign is is how we're getting all of our applications uh, signed right now. They actually love it. (laughs) We we always, being a little bit old school, we've always thought, you know, we have to sit with our clients at the kitchen table, or if we can't, we at least have to have a notary go out. Somebody has to be there to kind of walk them through, and that's just not the case. We found DocuSign to be a real revelation. Our clients enjoy it. They enjoy not having to take two hours out of their day to meet with somebody. Uh, it's more efficient for us. Of course, we're still we're still doing all the education on the front end, and we're answering questions. We're jumping on video calls with family. But when it comes to the actual paperwork, to be able to have that done in, in a half an hour versus an hour or two hours, they've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it, and it's made us efficient and ensured that we haven't really skipped a beat throughout all this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been pretty amazing. Right. In terms of electronic document processing, what are some areas that you'd like to see that improve upon? Some things that you can't do electronically that you think uh, the reverse industry should be able to? I think counseling certs. So that's uh, counseling certs still have to be hand signed. And I think uh, when you have a global pandemic going on, that's not the easiest thing to do. And it's not as easy as them signing it and dropping it in the mail. You know, a, a lot of our clients literally do not want to leave the home. They don't even want to put a letter in the mailbox. Do we want to receive a letter in the mail from a client? So there's a lot of things to look out for here. And I think the ability to electronically sign a counseling certificate really has to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, closing documents. Uh, closing documents still have to be notarized. They have to be in person. So I think the industry really figuring out how we facilitate closings electronically or maybe by video would be really helpful for us and the the client, more importantly, the client. Sure. Of course. Yeah. One thing that people outside the reverse industry don't often understand, at least I find, is that this is a very consultative business. And sometimes the client relationship extends even beyond closing. 
What has the line of communication been like with those seniors? And do you find that it's harder or easier to maintain because of all of this? No, I think I think that's about the same. You know, we, we always try to follow up with our clients, of course, before, during and after the sale. And then, you know, ultimately we're, we're continuously in, involved with their family. And that's why I find I think a lot of our clients and I think the industry as a whole needs to do better at the post-closing communication, especially on the servicing side. I think servicing has improved over the years, but servicing certainly has a long way to go to ensure the uh, the long-term viability of our product. Because if the heirs of our clients are are, are being upset or, or if they're not clearly communicated with, then they're not going to become clients later on down the road. For us, we you know that that really hasn't changed. Uh, our clients can reach out to us anytime. We're always available. We try to reach out to them to just make sure, number one, that they're okay. We're doing health checks with all of our clients. We're calling them just, you know, hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you holding up? Is there anything that you need? And we have a lot of clients that say, yeah, we're okay. And then I talked to a woman the other day that we closed about a year and a half ago. She has She's had no human contact since this started. And that's yeah. tough. And that's yeah. really, really difficult. You know, she can't, she lives by herself. She can't be around anybody. She's getting groceries delivered to the home. They're dropping them on her doorstep. They're not even seeing her. I mean, it's just, it's a really difficult position for, for our seniors to be in right now, particularly those that are on their own and living by themselves. And so being able to just pick up the phone and reach out to them and, and have a conversation, you know, they're, they're just not having a lot of conversations. They're not having a lot of human contact these days. And that can lead to a lot of health concerns and depression. It's just not a good place for them to be in. And so I think, uh, you know, us being in a, a market where we work with exclusively a senior clientele, I think it's important just to pick up the phone and have a conversation with your former clients just to check in and see how they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. The last real question that I have for you is more just kind of a philosophical one. How do you feel that the business is going to evolve or even just exist on the other side of this? What do you think this moment means for for you guys and for the larger reverse mortgage industry? Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of economic uncertainty for many years to come. And even if the stock market is doing okay, that's not necessarily a representation of how the overall economy is doing, particularly seniors. And so I think reverse mortgages are going to play a vital role in the finances of folks that are 62 and older moving forward. I think we're, we're coming into a, a reverse mortgage renaissance now. I think the product is positioned better than it was in 2008 and 2009 when it was used more of a loan of last resort for folks that have uh, that were impacted by the housing crisis before. The difference now is so far, we haven't seen a drop in values. Of course, if we see a drop in, in housing values, that's going to lead to a much larger economic <laughs> issue nationwide. But I think reverse mortgages are positioned very well. The industry is positioned well. I think there needs to continually be more education and information put out there by those of us in the industry that have the platform to do so on how the reverse mortgage product can play a role in sustaining the finances of seniors. And I think, again, we, we look back to the jumbo success that we're having right now. There's, there's a lot more innovation in the proprietary markets. I hope that the proprietary products that were suspended and put on pause make a comeback. I would really hope that they would. I hate to see them go away. I understand why they're going away right now, and I hope that's short term. But I think as there's more innovation in the proprietaries, we're going to see a real surge of business from those you wouldn't really have thought, you know, five, six, seven years ago would have been great candidates for reverse mortgages. Uh, mm -hmm. I think those higher net worth individuals, they understand leverage. 
the financial planning community as a whole understands leverage, and there's no better product on the market today to leverage your housing wealth than a HECM or a proprietary reverse mortgage. Great. Well, Stephen, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk to us this morning on the RMD podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Anytime, you know I'm here for you. Thanks for listening to episode 12 of the RMD podcast. Again, a very special thanks to Stephen Sless for being so generous with his time in talking about the origination environment stemming from the coronavirus. For more news and insights on the reverse mortgage industry, be sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at reversemortgagedaily.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the RMD podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast content. I'm Chris Clow, and this has been a production of Aging Media Network in Chicago, Illinois. See you next time.